What up, everybody, and welcome to episode two of the Peanut Butter League, aka the best fantasy football podcast in the world. And exciting week. We have week one of NFL, week one of fantasy. Want to start off by saying congrats to all the managers out there, like myself, who started off 1 0, and for the players that started off on 1. Sucks to suck. Chances are you probably stink, and I couldn't imagine. Uh, we got quite a bit to talk about in the league this week, but before we dive in too deep, this week's guest is a true OG of the league, a man who epitomizes the rule if you're not first, you're last, and the reigning Super Bowl champ of the Peanut Butter League. Hey, we say got that Mason. louder. Say that louder. We got Mason Eldridge on the pod. What up, Mason? What's up, Shuler? I'm happy to be here. Excited for this. How did we uh, one go? Good week? Oh, yeah. Great week. And uh, we'll dive into uh, some of the scores and some more in the league itself. But before we get started too deep, for the people who don't know, um, how about you give yourself a little introduction, how long you've been in the league, um, if you have any goals or do you fucking stink, and we can kind of go from there. Sure. So I've been in the league for the entirety, all 15 years. I'm an OG. Um Grew up right right next door to P-Mill, so we've been close our whole lives and always loved sports. Uh, fun fact, I used to go over there and we would read box scores in the newspaper. Before, like, internet had blown up and shit, we were like five or six and we, we were nerds. We loved stats, so it's funny to be in such a serious football league that's together as a group. It's awesome. Uh, I, I think I'm the best manager of this league by far. I mean, I got two championships to my name, three regular season championships, by far the top earner on the money list. Uh, I've, I've laid the landscape on how to tank success successfully in this league. Have I not? I was the first to do it successfully. Shuler, you didn't even do it successfully this year. Fumbled the bag on the draft, sir. We'll we'll dive into that. I uh, we'll get into if I fumbled or not. Um, before we get to the, I mean, you've said you've said yourself in this league um, argument for one of the best players in the league. I would say you know I'm big on Super Bowls. You do have two. The only argument I would have is you did win one um, in the first two or three years before I was in the league. So little argument there. But before we go too deep, as an OG in the league. Uh, you've been in it for all 15 years. How have you seen the league change um, from when it first started? Do you think we're on the right path? Sure. Uh, so Preston said it. We had a lot of turnover at the beginning, but I think it was because we were so young. We had some people that, I don't know, I, myself, I think I had some years back then that I didn't take it as serious as I do now. This year, or like these last five years, I've taken it very seriously, like from the shit talk to like everything. I mean, it's great. It's it's become a lot more competitive since we've gotten out of college, like the latter years of our college. And since we've gotten out, I think it's great that we've tried to like make a purpose and be intentional to get together for the draft. It makes it that much better. I look forward to that weekend every year reuniting with you guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, the league's de we're on the right track. I think we've got a great group of guys, all 12 of us. Like we said, 
I, I don't think this anyone would ever get voted out. I wouldn't let it happen. I don't think I would probably say, well, then I'm going to eliminate myself just to, you know, keep keep the integrity of the league. I think we're in the right direction for sure. Yeah, we got a sick league. So, uh, what year was your fr- first Super Bowl? Was that uh, year? It was year two. Year two, and you, the league has gotten quite a bit competitive. I mean, would you, so would you say that Super Bowl was almost a gimme, or would you say? No, I think I, as you would say, foresight. I drafted Calvin Johnson the year that he had like 14 touchdowns, you know, his year three when he blew up. I drafted him, I think, round six. Uh, I don't. I think that was still pre PPR when we were playing standard scoring. So I don't remember who my running backs were. I want to say like I couldn't even tell you to be honest. But we have we have six OGs that have been in all fifteen years, eh? Yeah, like Preston, he's never won one. Yeah, feel bad for the kid. Puts out a great great product. Preston stinks. We dove into that, but Preston fucking stinks. He's one of the guys. I'm rooting for him. So um. I mean, in terms of the history of the league, one of the top guys, um, how do you see your season going thus far? I mean, are you feeling good, reigning champ? Yes. You probably had the best draft last year, arguably. You had the best keepers, um, hard choices for you. How do you think this year's going to go? Well, I got running back one, DeAndre Swift. I'm, you heard it here first. That dude's a stud. If he starts getting goal line touches and maybe 20 carries a game, he could do it. He's serious, man. So I, I kept him. Love my team. I think I'm in a good spot. Uh, after winning the championship, most people haven't really had great teams, right? Because you almost have to go for it if you're going to win the championship in this league and trade away some pit. You almost have to. Yeah, I um, mean, the only, the only other person is JT. and I mean, he had OBJ before the OBJ. I think right? it's a fluke, right? He hasn't done anything since. No. Love- He's got all the stats. Still can't do anything. Yeah, I think JT's times are over. I think he. Uh, I think he's going to be down. I I predict a last play from from this year. He's going to get the fastest beer mile, oh, and he favorite. might do it with like a nine percenter. The dude loves craft beer, which would make it that much more impressive. He might make make a statement out of that beer mile and come kick our ass next year. I don't know. Speaking of beer mile, not only are you. OG of the league. You're also OG of Beer Mile. One of three who've ran it. I personally, I don't ever expect myself to get last. Um, I don't want to get last after watching you guys do it and throw up everywhere. But how bad does the Beer Mile and the punishment truly suck? Um, It sucks. I think it, coupled with the night we had before, I, mean, I went no holds bars the night before. Um, and then waking up on the tile floor of the kitchen and just instantly hitting blacktop in Arizona at 105 degrees, chugging beers, running a mile, which, I mean, you know me, I don't, I probably hadn't ran a mile accumulative that year. So it's, it sucks. I mean, Brody puking proves it. Vince holding everything down was mad impressive. Yeah, Vince's Vince so far was the most impressive. I actually I don't know because yours is impressive in its own right. The fact that Vince didn't throw up is super impressive. Um, 
But I just remember looking at you and I was like, I have no idea how you're about to do this. Because I was with you that before and I was like, I there's zero chance you can run this beer mile. And you just looked at me with the saddest face that I've ever seen in my entire life. And you just looked and said, if I don't, I have to, I have to draft off waivers. <laughs> Dude, I'd be right back there. That's a great rule. I think, I think it's the, the rule we have in place is, is great. I mean, it, started, it actually started making people do the punishment. which is Yeah, because there was no real, I mean, held out, people held out. So. so in your eyes, punishment's bad enough to keep good punishment. Yeah, and it's it's good for everyone in the league. The documentation and watching it, watching people do it is hilarious. Yeah, I mean, we have some pr- pretty good throw-up picks. If we can get one throw-up pick from each person each year, that would be... And just make a calendar out of it, 12. <laughs> <laughs> Literally make the peanut butter league calendar of just throw-up. Chorking. <laughs> that would actually be amazing. Um... But no, good. So now but now everybody knows you a little bit. We can get into the real stuff. Week one. A lot of, lot of high highs, a lot of low lows. Quick scoring recap. We can quickly go through uh, each game and kind of talk about the winners and losers of the week. Uh, first up, we got Green Eggs and Cam. Chippy. 145.92 over uh, Big Sexy's Woke Sam's Pride Month. Uh, Next, we got Pit Not the Palace, Sam 144.58 over Brody's Dot at 132.12. The man on the pod, a man in a cape, starting off strong, reigning champ 125.56 over the three-time champion, uh, JT Troyer's Destroyers at 98.76. What a pathetic score, JT. Shout out. Like, hope you get last. I mean, I could have not showed up and still won that game. That I was surprised how how little points he put. Up. He'll be all right though. Kyle Pitts won't won't put up. I think he's gonna have a good year. I think JT is gonna have to make some moves or he's gonna be running. I mean, it's weird to say CJT with that, but I love it. I personally love every second of it. Uh, next, we have P Mills Fields of Dreams at one twelve point eight. Barely squeaking by against Kyle, the peanut butter, peanut butter man himself, at 112.2. Um, so that was a super close Definitely one. Definitely the most exciting matchup of the week. <sighs> I mean, that, on Sunday, it came down to the Sunday night game and point six points. Dude, I couldn't imagine being those owners. And Yeah, that's yeah. I, I would have to agree. And then we have uh, the Battle of the Little Brothers. Uh, Jeff's fattest employee. Dakota at 116.2 over Vince Slim Dick Squad 106 flat. Um, quick run through of the scores after the week. I mean, a lot was going on in chat. I feel like the year started off pretty hot with people getting fired up. Um, who would you say the biggest winners and biggest losers of week one are? Sure. So I think the biggest winner of week one was Sam. So Brody comes in after having, I mean, a, a lot of picks in the first nine rounds. I think in, the entire draft was in the first nine rounds for Brody or something like that. And Sam comes in and just hands it to him. Not only that, Sam makes a trade during, what was it, Sunday night? It was uh, during the game. Sunday afternoon when Justin Jefferson is just going nutty, Sam deals him. 
and picks up a first rounder and a fifth rounder for next year. So, and Allen Robinson. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I don't know what Allen Robinson's going to do. He looked like, I mean, Stafford just threw the ball to Cup every time. The only thing I will say about Allen Robinson is, um, I mean, I drafted him. I, I traded Sam, and I like the trade. I think it's great for both sides. But I, uh, McVeigh literally came out and said, like, we did a bad job. We need to get him involved. Stafford came out. Stafford was like, they came out in a defense that no one ever does. I didn't prep for it. There, I still think Allen Robinson has the potential to explode. Um, so I really, I, I think it was a good trade for both sides. I really do. Yeah, and then you go getting Jefferson. I mean, he's top three wide receiver in the league. And that's what everyone said my biggest problem was. Right, and you go fill a gap. So we got, uh, so Sam, biggest winner. Um, who was your first? What's up? Or was that your first? Sam's your first. Who else do you have biggest winner? Give me a top three. Uh, I think you pulling it out big after Drew making a move early on, going to get some players. Um, and then I would say Dakota picks up a big win. He can talk shit in the office. Yeah, Dakota, I mean, the thing about that game that I just can't respect is it's Dakota versus Vince. Um, the Thor boys. Yeah, I mean, the Thor boys, the little brothers, uh, Somebody has to get the win. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't. By the way, the Little Brothers episode. We'll talk about that a little later, but yeah, we'll we'll touch on. All right, we'll talk about it. As far as uh, so, I mean, those are your three biggest winners. Who who are your biggest losers? Um, Well, JT pathetic. Ross. So Ross arguably has running back one and running back three. Four, and he takes an L. I think he'll be all right, but he took an L. Yeah, I will say. I will say. I like starting off strong. It is one week. I thought the same thing. I came out. I was thinking Big Sexy was going to uh, to blow up a little bit. Taking that L hurts. Um, so he he's definitely up there for big L's. And let's see, uh, Brody. But that's a bad. I mean, he. Talking all that he talks so much trash Saturday night and ends up losing the game, <laughs> right? Which is the worst. So that's a big L. I think uh, we're pretty much on the same page with most of it. I uh, I actually have Chip as one of my um, biggest winners. He yep. has little brothers after him. Dude starts Cam Makers on on uh, Thursday night. Oh football. yeah. Comes out out of a hole. Yeah, it comes out zero points. Everybody's talking mad shit, just absolutely ruining him. That was and, his keeper, uh, yeah. That was his keeper, and he's been high on Cam Akers. Starts him zero points, barely gets anything. And, and then uh, on top of that, he was the high scorer of the league. So not only did he win the game, he was high scorer of the entire league with somebody in his slot at zero points. Valid. That's valid. Uh, number two, I have Sam. Uh, Sam, he always competes. One point below high score. Um, and then with the trade, like I said, we touched on it a bit. I think that trade was good for both sides. I think he still has an unreal team. His wide receiver one now is Devontae Adams still. Yeah. I mean, he his team was pretty stacked before, but like getting a first and a fifth 
and Robinson, which, I mean, like we just said, he can pan out or he can't. But if he does, I mean, his team is still stacked solid. I'm glad he got rid of Joe. He's in my division, so. And then uh, I would say the final biggest winner of the league, uh, I would have to say myself, the entire league literally hates me. Everyone was rooting against me. You can't bring me down. The bobs are hot to start the year. You ain't right uh, back. <laughs> I'm back. The Monday Night Reaper. Yeah. The Monday Night Reaper strikes again. A lot of people hated to see it, I'll tell you that. A lot of people. Everyone. Oh, I was dying. And I knew it was going to happen. I've been known to ruin Monday nights. You knew it was going to happen, right? Foresight a trillion. Literally knew that the Monday Reaper was coming. Um, So that one felt good. That was uh, not only a league win, win over the Little Brothers. Um, So that felt great. Uh, biggest losers, Brody. Brody, like you said, biggest shit talker. Uh, has a great team. The thing yeah, there, yeah. though, is he has a great team, but like I said before, shitty management. And uh, I want to see how he fumbles the bag this week. I'm I kidding. mean, I think the bag is going to be fumbled, and that's what I said. I said if he had the first 15 picks of the draft, he would manage to fuck it up. He had so many bench points. Yeah. He had an, he had like three players Which is that a, it's a good problem to have. Better have him on the bench than on the waiver. Yeah, but I mean, watch him flip flop. The same thing's going to happen. This dude is going to be mediocre this year. Oh, That's a great team. I'll say he has a stacked team. He's going to have to play just the worst lineups each week. <laughs> yeah, like he has never proven himself. Proved week one to start the year off that you fumble the bag, and I think that this I mean, man. Yeah. He calls me a non-competitor. I think he's I mean, getting ahead of himself. I mean, you know how I am with Super Bowls. Right. So we, I mean, we got him. It ain't our problem. Not my problem. I mean, man's. I, I respect nothing that non-Super Bowl winners say. I really don't, from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, you gotta um, go, go get one. And then I would say uh, the third... My other biggest losers of the league, I would just say the Little Brothers as a whole. Um, they came out with the pod, literally just trying to roast me. Uh, roast me and Chip. Chip's high score. Dakota just would not shut up about how I suck. I was going to lose. I literally outscore this man. Um, not one Little Brother would have... I don't even think they would have beaten half the league with each of their score. Um, the Little Brothers. Would, Stock is down right now. Stock is down. Um, so in terms of, uh, I mean, we discussed the shit talk a little bit. We uh, we talked, I mean, the Little Brothers came out with the pod. We can touch on it quick. We dove into it last time. I just don't get it. It seems like they just wanted to vent. It sounded whiny. They wanted to vent. I think it was just 30 minutes of them getting kind of emotional about you <laughs> talking your shit. <laughs> I know. So here's the thing. Here's the thing about shit talk. Now that we're on the topic of shit talk, there's people in the league who can't take it. I definitely talk the most shit. I love it. You all fucking stink. Uh, I stand by that. You you don't talk too much. You come in with a few. Back, back in the day, I think I would have entertained it more. Uh, 
you can't win with you is what I've found out. I mean, you can, you can put up the most valid arguments and, and overturn your arguments, but it, you've always got, but listen to me. And then you, you just keep going. So there's no winning, no arguing with you that you pick and choose your battles in this league. I've, I've learned to kind of stay away from that. I will say you, uh, you are one of the few people Brody big time. I respect Brody on the shit talk. I, I give Brody a lot of shit. Uh, in terms of his shitty management, which I stand by. Uh, but that man will come in. He'll talk some shit, which I respect. Yep, and he holds his ground. He'll talk it back. He'll- he holds it, and he can take it. Yep. But these dudes, I mean, they came out. Um, can't really take it. I'm by far the biggest shit talker. But what did you uh, What did you think of the Little Brother pod? Uh, I, I didn't really get it. I mean... They just came on invented. They wanted to stand up for themselves. I guess they're trying. I mean, in their in their eyes, they, maybe they're trying to build a brand for the little brothers. I I don't Bro, know. They came. And out. They mentioned me joining that side, but I'm too too much of a competitor to have the label a little brother. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. These dudes. One. Here's my points on little brother pod. These dudes, one, come out. Vince ended it on, we're back or something. I forget what he said. They couldn't even get all three together. Right, we're back. <laughs> one could, time to get out, I think. Yeah, they couldn't get all three together. And then in the most little brother fashion of all time, this man gets on the podcast, and to kick his podcast off, he goes, well... I know this isn't going to be the most popular one. I know that is the most little, no confidence, zero confidence. He's like, I know this isn't going to be as popular as the main one, bro. Zero confidence. And then just come in and make miserable claims. Yeah, just, just whiny, whiny, whiny. What else did they say? I mean, they said, that was another thing. Vince came in, they came in hot at me and Chip. They said, uh, what was it? I'm the ventriloquist and Chip is the puppet. Literally said the same thing about them. Uh, they said uh, little sister. I, I, I created little brothers. They try and say little sister. They're taking my words. They're twisting it. Here's the one message I have to little brothers. You literally belong in aisle seven with the knockoff fucking Pop-Tarts because that was whack. And that's all I don't I'm gonna... get it. I don't get it. And that's all I'm going to say about that one. It sounded uh, Sounded like they were getting emotional. Very emotional. Um, yeah, I was looking at all the claims. I'm like, dude, that's just not it. And then Dakota couldn't even get his years right. Last year he said it was the beat. I was arguing about BTE. And then he said I sold out last year. I'm like, bro, at least get the years right. At least have a, at least have a little. Right. I will say that in terms of work, I think, Preston does put in a little more in-season work. Chip, Chip's good for the brand, though. He gets everyone together. I mean, he's consistent on getting the draft, the location, all that stuff. But, I mean, Preston in-season does do a lot a lot of the heavy lifting. I mean, the stats, I, I think they're both on, on top and, of their team. And, honestly, they can't really knock Chip for the constant. Like Preston bringing up the Constitution. Preston wrote the damn thing. He does know it. Obviously, he knows it better than Chip, 
right? He wrote the damn thing. But it is badass. Every time people talk about their fantasy leagues, I'm like, well, does yours have a 10-page constitution? And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, we're legit as fuck. <laughs> it is pretty legit. I mean, shout out to Preston. Shout out to Chip. I think uh, it's a good squad. And then, I mean, this just I just remembered this, too, just because I talked about how Vince entered uh, – entered the podcast or started the podcast and he was like, it's not going to be as popular like little brother, just true and true. And then you said that you don't want to be in that part because you're a competitor. Literally at the end of the podcast, this man starts talking about breaking the record for the beer mile. He's like, I promise you when I run the beer mile, I'm like, bro, I'll never run the beer mile in my entire life in this league. I will be dead. Before I run that beer mile, because I'll never get last place. I'm talking about championships. There's levels to this. You're come on. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've been in the be- I've been in the beer mile because I I did the tanking thing, and there's a reason that I ha- didn't go all in last year, and I have no cake team this year. Is I don't ever want to do that again. That was not fun. It looks miserable. It wasn't fun. I don't. But know even, but aside there. from not being fun, I think. Rather than, I mean, throwing up and just having to deal with that, like, I just don't want last place. Like, this man's just like, oh, fuck it, it's the beer mile. I'm going to run the beer I'm going to break it. Like, bro, I will never talk about running the beer mile because I'll never run it because I'll never be the bottom last, But I, I I mean, I have probably the worst season in the books. <laughs> yeah, you went over, hey? I believe, yeah. When did, when did that tank start? Um, I think... I don't remember what happened, dude. I was just an abysmal season. Probably a very bad draft, coupled with some bad decisions. I know I traded away Mike Thomas that year. It was the year he went nutty early, and I tried to like get value, and I didn't get much that much value. But it was a bad year of management. Were we even? Uh, were we even training? Are training trading draft picks at that point? Or yeah, we were, and I I I came out all right. Like the next year, I won the regular season and was the number one seed and got clipped in the first round. I would have ended up winning the championship. And what happened was, I had fucking Tyler Boyd on my bench, and he scored a touchdown. I swapped him out last minute. Should have kept him in. I would have won, and I would have won the championship that year. I remember that because I watched the scores of everybody remaining because I was like, I know I have the best team. So here's the thing with tanking. What are your thoughts on tanking in the league in general? Because it gets thrown out. I mean, if you make one trade in the league, I don't think, I think everyone immediately jumps to, oh, you're tanking, you're tanking. What are your thoughts on if somebody wants to tank? Like, should you be able to tank? Should you not be able to tank? Um so Is there I, anything I've done do? it, so I can't stand here and say I'm against tanking. I think that if I was in the shoes of anyone who doesn't have a championship, I would, I would think about, you know, trading away a lot of picks this year and going to get people to win a championship, or trading away all your assets and loading up for next year, doing a tank thing, you know, going all in or all out. I, I think Preston could. He can make a case of doing that and go get himself a championship. I know he's sick of you talking shit. 
So, so my yeah, point. Why I went and did it is because I was sick. You said, "Oh, you have a championship." <laughs> so I was like, "Fuck it!" I went and did it. No, you know? see, the thing with me though is I don't care because I know every year I will compete, and even on, I mean, even everybody gets after me on my tanking, quote unquote, tanking season. Bro, I almost made the playoff. I was literally one win away. Well, the last week. You didn't do it right, and you could have gotten so much more value out of the tank. Oh, I think I had an insane tank. And it wasn't, because I, I truly you, didn't. You already had to go trade someone for someone this year. This year? Yeah, you already had to go get Jefferson. How great was your draft? I mean, that's, that's a great trade. Yeah, it is, but like, how successful was your tank if you're already having to go get somebody? I mean, I said in the group chat, we'll see week six. I'll eat my words week six. Week five, I'll eat my words. If Robinson doesn't go off or he turns out to be a bust, I, like I said, I still think he's a good player. But, I mean, in the grand – you said Justin Jefferson is literally a top three receiver in the league. I can't. That's His target share was ridiculous. Insane. Devontae Adams, they were, Cooper Cup, they all got a ridiculous target share. I will say the biggest thing uh, – that sucks is I missed his big week. Um, so, I mean, next week he's probably going to come out and score 12 points because that's how fantasy goes. But in the end, I think that, I mean, that's a, it's an insane trade for me. I think we also have the best two quarterbacks in the league. I think oh. Mahomes, is, Kelsey is going to do all right, but Mahomes doesn't have that great of weapons. Herbie, uh, yeah. Herbie makes some of the best throws in the NFL I've ever seen. Herbert. I love Herbert. Uh, did, did Juju do anything this week? Yeah, he had uh, like eight for, eight for 79, but I know he had a fumble. He's on my team. But he also got hurt and didn't get targeted that much in the second half. He just He's, he's going to be fine, but he hurt his shoulder. Yeah. Pretty. I don't know. I will say, uh, I think I think anybody would have done the Justin Jefferson trade. I just jumped to it. Like I, I said, there's value in both sides. I do too. I mean, Sam, and even if Allen Robinson doesn't pan out with Sam, he still has Devontae Adams, and he got a first round and a fifth right. round. Right. Anytime you can get two first rounds in the next year is great. Um. But yeah, I thought, uh, and that was a. I don't know. I feel good about it. I do. I'm glad you do. I think it was a solid move for both sides. I, that's why I didn't really say anything in the chat. I wasn't upset about it. It's, it's a fucking solid trade for both sides. People were talking about vetoing. That was wild. I mean, it's probably, it's probably stemming from Vince and Dakota because their shit got vetoed. <laughs> it was. Um, I mean, week one, is there anything else that comes to mind? A big big moments. I feel like the Monday Night Reaper was huge. Um, Preston's game was intense. Yeah, down to the wire on Sunday. We'll see if Brody... I mean, I look at Brody and I'm like, damn, that's that's an intense team, but we'll see if that man can pull it together. But those are my biggest takeaways. Yeah, I'm scared of Sam. He's projected to beat me without Justin Jefferson. Sam still is? Yeah, man. His team is solid through and through. Yeah, I think, and that's another thing is I think Sam's still going to be all right. I think he's still going to compete. Um, I think, I think Brody, man, Brody's going to be an interesting play in our division. I'm calling it right now. This man's going to fumble the bag. 
I've said it in the first episode. After week one, this dude talks so much shit. Literally everyone. Just, you you suck. You're going to lose. I'm like, dude. Sent him the sleeper emojis. In the Monday Night Rewrite, I came back. I know I'm going to win. You got him. Um, but anyways, one of the big topics. I mean, aside from week one, a lot of uh, shit was stirred up. Oh, in the fights. Fight. In terms of the fight rankings. Yeah, that was half the little brothers thing, right? Was them yeah, about their fight rankings. I think Dakota was there to brag about his wrestling skills. Yeah, you took down Vince. Fair. Yeah, I mean that is true. I mean, I was I, I gave Dakota too much credit. Um, I think I did give him too much credit. He got his ass whipped by a girl in wrestling. Um. So, that, so you want to that's talk about a big? That's a big thing that happened, that, man. So although, you want to... although I would say, right? I mean, Kennedy and Drew are kind of built the same. They're both sturdy. I mean, I love Kennedy. Shout out to Kennedy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the fact that I mean, Dakota got his ass whipped by her is How still. How old were they? Don't care. Yeah, it's girl. <laughs> Don't care. I think I gave Dakota too much credit. You want you want me to take an L? Everybody wants to see me take an L. The biggest L I've ever taken in my life was putting Dakota that high on the fight rankings because he is a pussy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't go that far. Dakota can hold his own. but So let's go. So, you're, so in your uh, eyes, uh, let's I'm go start with... Bottom, bottom to top. So JT Kyle in that order. I think. I mean, that's like one A and one B. They could be interchanged. Uh, Drew, Brody, Vince, Chip, Dakota, Preston, Ross, Sam, Schuler, myself. Preston, Ross, Sam, me, you. I mean, I can't, I can't hate on you putting yourself at one. That's that's what I love. You have to put yourself at one. Um, still bury you. Uh, you have a. The thing that yours is different than a lot of people is Brody really low. I think Vince kind of proved, it. proved a valid point. I, but, I think Brody's like one punch away from just, you can pull them easy, dude. <laughs> what did Vince how say? good you could punch Brody. What did Vince say? I would kick him, <laughs> kick him right in the hips or something like that. So every so that just put out that this man's fragile. I think Vince Vince made a good point, but I, I don't know. I just think his lack of weight. Yeah, he's he's gangly. That helps think, him, but... I think he's gangly, and I think he has grit. I think half of these motherfuckers have zero grit. I think if Vince is talking about Brody like that, though, I, there's, I can't put Vince under Brody. I mean, if Vince... I will say this. If he made a whole podcast and came out and said about, oh, like, and said that, like, I, I, he's confident in himself in that fight. So Vince is just ready to whip Brody's ass. It might be like that. You have Preston High. Uh, I think, 
I think Preston could hold his own because he's done so much fucking sparring with you. But I just don't know how offensive Preston can be. You know? Yeah. I don't know if he can get after it. But, I I mean, if you punch him in the nose, I think any man's going to get pretty fucking pissed off. Holy shit. The biggest one. You have Sammy Boy over Big Sexy? Yeah, well, that would be a fucking slugfest. <laughs> I, like, I think that's, a, that's probably the pay-per-view fight of our league. It's like, I mean, Ross is, it's like Butterbean versus Tyson Fury. <laughs> I mean, obviously, Ross I can connect, I, look at his hands. Let Ross connect on one punch. I guess I didn't give Sam the respect that he deserves um, because everybody has Sam high. I just haven't seen half the league scrap ever. So I do think that would be an insane fight. I really do. I think, dude, But Big Sexy is just a brute. Right. Like, let him connect on a punch. and I mean, that's if he fought me, I wouldn't let him do that. That would that'd be for sure. He's got some power. So my- my biggest question, my biggest question was, uh, I mean, I think Big Sexy Sam. If everyone's talking like Sam is up there on the fight ranking, I think that goes with. If we did a fight card, just pay per view event, it would probably sell out in seconds. If uh, Sam and Big Sexy were on there, and then who? I mean, I think JT Kyle would be insane. Me, too. I'd be. It'd be such an interesting fight. I think JT might step out there like Floyd Mayweather. He might go through the whole process of learning boxing and the rules and, like, win in a decision. And I could see that happening. And then Kyle, I, I don't know, maybe if he got punched one time, he did mean streak, and then JT would just be screwed. I, I've said it once. I'll say Kyle has the – I mean, he's the most genuine, nice person in the world, but I do think he has that Midwest fucking – just pissed off, like when yeah. it gets deep. Like when you're just pissed, right, dude. You crossed the line. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Right? I think. I, I think, think he has that in him. He's so kind and loving for I that. Think, I think in a five round fight, fight Kyle's getting a knockout or TKO in literally like the fourth round. <laughs> It'd be a lot of dancing. It would take three <laughs> rounds to throw a punch. <laughs> JV would just sprint around the outside of the ring. So those are official. We're locked in. So we, I mean, you're giving Where Sam you the at? What, what was your rating? What was your 12-1? to 1? I mean, you, my 12-1? to 1? Yeah. Um, fuck, I don't have it written down. It was like, I had JT last, Kyle, Drew, Vince was down there. I know my top four. My top four was me, Big Sexy, you, Brody, I think Dakota moved up to five. Brody high. I had Brody high, but I also didn't know Brody got his ass whipped by Chip. Or I had Chip above Sam, too, which that was that got hated on big time. Even Chip came out and was like, yeah, Sam's above me. And then I was like, fuck, my fight list might suck. Yeah, like Dakota coming out and talking trash about he thinks he can whoop Chip. That's why I have Dakota where he's at. He seems confident in that fight. Came out Dakota, Dakota Chip would be interesting. Bro, Dakota was confident when he whipped Vince's ass. 
he's that wrestling background. He might have got like I wouldn't have expected that if he got me on the ground. I would not have known that he knew how to roll around down there. And I looked at him. And he, I mean, I said on the last time, but he was like whipped his ass, no hesitation. I was like, oh, so you got some grit. He also was huffing and puffing. But yeah, but then I looked at his dumbass on his hand. I'm like, you're so soft. You're back down. I honestly. Preston's above Dakota for me now. I'm going to have to redo this, bro. I'm going to do an end of the season fight ranking when I hear all this because... I'm going to have to go back and listen to episode one and see how your list has changed throughout, yeah, throughout the mean, wave. I will say this. I'm not wrong a lot of the times. I would say 90, probably 9% of the time I'm right. Um, this is this falls into the... Your draft wasn't right. Okay, so let's go into that because that I was. I would big... have done a lot better with what you did. You don't have a tight end. You didn't have a wide receiver. Let's hear it though. What do you mean? I just laid it out. Where... Your draft, you didn't end up with a with a great wide receiver. You had so many picks. How did you not? Who did you go with? Bro. I gotta look this up. I gotta look at people who went around them. I took T. Higgins in the fourth. T. Higgins had more targets than Jamar Chase. I get he didn't get the touchdowns, but what was knocked the fuck out? Knocked out. That Steelers D was. Hopefully he's doing all right. Yeah, I hope he's doing all right. But I still think T. Higgins is going to have a great year, dude. Over a thousand yards receiving, had more um, targets than Jamar Chase. Like he, I think he had like. I mean, I'll need to get fact checked, but it was like six or seven less receptions than Jamar Chase, I think. So the touchdowns can be there, dude. They throw the ball so much. So I really – and then I had to take Josh Allen, which I'll never be mad about that pick at three. That's when you're going to no, get it. I like – I think that's a good pick. And, I mean, that's when you're going to get a – Najee. Uh, Najee, well, I was – I like Najee, but he's got that foot injury that – Nagged him all season. His knee. No, it was his foot. Well, in in uh, camp, he had a knee injury that they didn't come out with until after I drafted him. Right. So Bro, did you see the hit on him? No. Bro, I thought his leg was gone. He got hurt too. I thought his leg was gone forever. No. And so he was hurt all off season. He comes in week one and gets drilled in the leg. He's hurt again. I don't know if that man's going to hold up. Everyone says that, and it's his sophomore year, so it's like, I mean, we'll see. They put some miles on him year one. They did put miles on him, and the offensive line still sucks. Um, I will say, I mean, they did play the Bengals. Bengals were, what, the third-ranked defense for rushing in the NFL last year, so that gives me a little bit of hope. I'm like, okay, we'll see what happens when you start playing more of the... But their rushing defense was not good. Most of the time, people weren't running the ball because they were down because Burrow was slicing and dicing. Burrow was just slinging that thing? Yeah. I mean, we'll see. And it's... But that's also like a rivalry game. Like, anything goes... Yeah, that's kind of one of those funky games. So, I mean... Week one. Week one, anything can happen. But I think I would have gone Eckler there. I like Eckler a lot. See... I thought about that, but I also am just a fucking homer, and yeah, Najee is literally so you a... Made, there you go. You made an emotional pick 
round. I mean, I do every year. I draft a Steeler every year, and if I can get Najee, I'm going to take Najee 10 out of 10 times. The only thing that I did fuck up that I will say, props to Drew, this is the one time I'll give him props, is I did trade up for him. I lost a pick that didn't matter to me, but I think I could have gotten Najee. What were you drafting? Four? I was drafting four, and I traded up quite a bit. Someone talked you into them drafting Najee, I think. No, I was talking shit. I was saying I wanted... But uh, Aaron Jones, I think that's an okay pick. They don't have Devontae Adams out there. Someone's got to score touchdowns. I mean, um, what's his name? Dylan scored more points than him in week one, which, granted, it's week one, but I don't like that split. T. Higgins and Javante Williams, you took in round two as well. So you had three round two picks. I love Javante Williams. Aaron Jones... T. Higgins, Javante Williams. You could have gone Debo Samuel. I don't like Debo. He just got paid. How many points did he score week one? I mean, it's a week lot, one. Bro, he scored a touchdown. Debo, did he? He had like eight carries for 57 yards and a touchdown and uh, two catches for like eight yards. That's honestly why I wanted to stay away from Debo is because he got paid. Uh, he might run the ball so much he runs himself into a running back tag. That's what I think is going to happen there. Dude, but I still have Waddle on my bench. Antonio Gibson, the fucking man that I love. I'm buying his jersey on my bench. I mean, Pittman, Keenan Allen, A.J. Brown. You could have gotten, like, really good receiver, and you didn't I get don't like receiver. A.J. You could have gone Kyle Pitts. You could have gone George. You didn't get a tight end. You're going to have to go trade for tight end. What are you talking about that? Dude, I, I, Kelsey. I said I want to trade for Kelsey, and zero chance Brody trades me Kelsey. Right. Um, but I still have the hookup, bro. Like, I think I have the team. Tight ends suck regardless unless you have the top three tight ends. Honestly, and a lot Kittle gets hurt. So it's like, if you don't, my opinion, if I don't have Kelsey, like my tight end, I went with the hookup. He, huh? You're, you're just like, when did you grab Knox? I don't even know, honestly. I couldn't tell you what round. But I just knew it was the hookup, and he'll score at least eight touchdowns. So I'll get the hookup on that. And then a few games, he'll score more than tight ends get you eight to 10 points, dude. I feel like, it. unless you're Kelsey. So that was my thought process like that. Um, I didn't want Brown. Brown went to Philly. Mm-hmm. So I was like, and eh, don't really like Philly fantasy players and on a new team. Didn't know what was going to happen. He did week one. He did do really well. I did see that. He went eight. What was his stat line? Uh, he had like 12 catches, 10, 10 to 12 catches. Bro, but I don't have to worry about that anymore. If a running back gets hurt, I have running backs on my bench. I have just 155. AJ yeah, that's a game. Did he have a Teddy? Mm-hmm. No Teddy. I mean, yeah, right there, week one, I can say, yeah, maybe a bad pick, but it's also Philadelphia, which I never believe in. They're on Brown status for me. True. And fantasy wise. And I still think I have an unreal squad. Okay. Justin I mean, Jefferson is your team, but you've already had to go make a move. I don't think your draft was as good as you're saying. Bro, my move is Justin Jefferson. And I'd, Sam was trading him anyway. I just jumped to it first. I would have made that trade if I had AJ Brown. I'm not knocking you for that, but like, I, 
I think you could have gotten more value out of, out of out of your draft. I will say this: I like my team. I'm confident in my team. I'm one and zero, and I still think I'm going to win the Super Bowl. Well, I sure hope you already traded around away your first round pick for next year. I, I mean, I've just that, but... Justin Jefferson's my keeper. I don't lose the first. Okay. So I traded a fifth and Allen Robinson to reel it. Like, actually, I traded a fifth and Allen Robinson. Okay. Because that's what I, that's my opinion. That's what's my yeah, thought process. I, mean, I, I feel you. With the keeper in there, it works like that. But And then the year play. after, and then the year after that, I'll have Justin Jefferson in like the 10th round and then get a first round pick. I told you I'm building a dynasty, baby. Like, I'm still going to compete. That's, I mean, I'm still competing for a Super Bowl this year and next year, the year after next. I'm going to be sitting pretty. When was your last championship? Uh, 20, was it 16 or 17? Been a long time. You don't even remember when. But here's the thing. Hey, you know what I sleep next to every night? You got the trophy. I have a trophy next to me. Who were your keepers last year? Because the oh, keeper, my team was loaded last year, so I could have kept Herbert in the sixth or seventh. I could have kept Debo in the sixth. I could have kept J.K. Dobbins, who I mean, not, no one really knew about, but he, his ADP was pretty high. But I could have kept him for the fifteenth. Joe Mixon in the second. Uh, Swift in the sixth. I had Marquise Brown in the 11th, thanks, thanks to you, because you dropped him. Yeah, that was bad. That was a bad move. I capitalized on that. I paid a lot of money for him on the waivers. I have Lamar, too. I mean, you just got freaked out. Well, no, I started off, because the thing is, is everyone says I tanked right, I tanked right away. Which I didn't. I think I started out something stupid like two and five or two and six. And then once I started making the trades, I started winning games. And I was like, okay, let's fucking roll. And uh, so I remember what happened the year I went 0 and 16 now. Traded away Mike Thomas. My strategy in the draft was to draft Mike Thomas early and then draft a bunch of rookie receivers. So I draft CeeDee Lamb in the eighth, Justin Jefferson in the ninth. Bro, I dropped Justin Jefferson. Sam picks him up. No. He didn't get targeted week one or two. He had like two targets each game. He was lining up as like wide receiver three. And then all of a sudden, he jumps to wide receiver one because Thielen says he wants to stay in the slot, and he starts going nuts. Sam picks him up off waivers. That's a bad drop. Great pickup by Sam. So I bend in your shoes, man, dropping Hollywood and – I just was on the better end of years. I mean, Hollywood is nowhere close to JJ. Well, I mean, his rookie year after week two, yeah. he only had four targets. I think I dropped, I think I dropped his dumbass for uh, literally, like, I wish I could see the running back I dropped. I picked up when I dropped it because it was so bad. I was like, I need a running back. He didn't do anything week one. See ya. Yeah, and I, I had the hookup with Lamar. Just miserable. Um. But anyways, so moving on, after week one, let's do a prediction. Let's do, aside from yourself, everyone knows I'll say myself. 
your fight ranking clearly states that you'll say yourself gets spoiled. Um, who, who would you say, aside from yourself, has the best chance of winning Super Bowl? Who's getting last place and running the beer mile? Uh, winning the Super Bowl right now. I think Ross is going to make a heavy fucking push. And he's got a real, he's got really good running backs. Yeah. I think, because he has Derrick Henry, right? No, he has JT and Austin Eckler. Who has Henry? Uh, maybe Dakota. Dakota. Let me look, Let me look at Big Sexy. Dakota. No, Big Sexy has. Eckler. Oh, yeah, he has Eckler, JT. He has Muth. Great fucking pick with uh, Trubisky. Trubisky He's trying to trade me, Muth. Muth, I love Muth, dude, but I'm also a homer. Uh, Judy, I think Judy absolutely explodes this year. I really do. He yeah. dropped him on the last time. Mean, He's going to play the locket role out there. Yeah, like, I do think. a I, lot of bubble screens. A lot. He's he's a speed and space guy. He's going to do well. He uh he did drop a couple passes the other night. Everybody says he has been his problem. I know, and everybody says he has brick hands. And this has been my guy stick up for Judy big time. And I was like, he dropped a couple. I was like, oh, but he also made a few great catches. Um, so I do think he has a good year. And he's also going to make a push because he's not going to miss the playoffs. Right, he's got a big fine woman. Yeah, I mean, he's missed. He probably has the record for most playoffs missed. Like, I remember when we were talking about... What is he, three in a row? Yeah, it's about to be like $100-something. Yeah, Maybe even three. Maybe it already was 100 and it's about to be three. Mark, that is tragic. But I would agree. I would say right now, I think... uh, And then you as a favorite as well. Um, What was the other question? Uh, beer mile. Who's your prediction for last beer mile? His team is bronze, and he is. I don't think he has any value to trade. I think JT is mean, gone a little bit, but it, I don't think he. Yeah, no, nah, he's running that shit. So here's the question: If JT, I mean, it's looking like Mans is going to get last, but I, it wouldn't slip by me if somebody, just the bottom tier people in this league, just blow it completely. They just find a way, literally already talking about the beer mile, expecting the beer mile. Um, If JT does have to run the beer mile, does this man puke during it? No chance, bro. That dude runs all the time. And he loves or, beer. Or, other question, does JT turn up the night before if he has the beer mile? Nah. I was the last time JT's really turned up. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I've been blacked a lot at those parties. <laughs> this man... Just sips on his cross. What did that was the best part of the Little Brother podcast is when what did Dakota say? He said something along the lines of he was like, JT had six beers all weekend. I had six beers in the first thirty minutes. <laughs> the only thing JT gets mad at is bad bad craft beer. <laughs> so I uh yeah, I don't know. I I think we should place bets. I think one, we get JT hammered the night before. And two, if this man would puke or not. Yeah, we need, I mean, no one go as hard as I did because that was miserable. But, uh, 
Yeah, we we definitely need to push for it harder. Brody didn't go hard enough the night before. I mean, Brody was still thrown up. If you throw up during it, <laughs> respect. Yeah. I think, yeah. Uh, We're going to get JT tanked, though, and he's going to run it. He's going to be miserable. Yeah, so I think we're on the same page with Ross. Um, JT, last place. I can't wait to see that. That would honestly be one of my favorite things of all time because this man has fallen off since the three-peat. But next up, you came up with an unreal idea as far as the league bets go. So for all the people... The league bet. So for all the people listening, we're doing a league bet. 12-pick parlay. Each person in the league gets one pick. No questions asked. Can't sway. First come, first serve. If you say it first, that pick's locked in. Let's run through them. All right. So first up, we got Sam, Lions money line over the commander. I like it. I'm a big Dan Campbell fan. I will fade the fuck out of Carson Wentz till the day I die. I hate that man. He's a non-competitor. He loves to lose. He, like, loves losing. I think we're on the same page there. I can't stand Carson Wentz. Um, I think most of the squad is honestly kind of on the Lions. Like, they want to see the Lions do well. We like Dan Campbell. Hopefully that hits, but also... Keep going. What's up? Keep going. Um... Yeah, so I think I, I think that's a squad bet. I don't think anybody's going to argue that, but it is one of the questions where it's like, fuck, man. Are we falling into the trap of the Lions? Yeah, so Dylan wins a Lions fan, and he always says, never bet on the Lions games. Just don't bet for them, don't bet against them, just don't bet on it, because you never fucking know. Except week two, baby, because we're going to hit. Because the Lions are going to fade Wentz till the day I die. I fucking hate that, man. Next up, we got Kyle. Bengals Bengals yeah, spread a touchdown. And who the fuck is gonna play quarterback in, in Dallas? Cooper Rush? Bro, Rush was the worst quarterback I've actually ever seen play in the NFL. Right, and we're talking about the Bengals here. We're just in the Super Bowl last year, so good bet. And I think they bounce back. I mean you're the Bengals, you go home one against the Steelers, they're pissed off. Right, like you said, rivalry game. Nothing. Drew, we got we got one of the little brothers, Rams money line over Falcons. I think the Rams have a good football team, and I think they're going to come out and, and make a statement in week two. They played a really good Bills team in week one. Yeah, and the Bills just the Bills defense showed out, dude. Nobody expected that. I think the Bills are going to be a problem in the NFL this year. Yeah, I think the Bills are going to be a problem. I like that pick. Rams money line. They'll bounce back. Um, Preston going against his boys. Packers money line over Bears. Uh, it's because Aaron Rodgers owns the city of Chicago. Owns. And Preston was like, they're playing in Lambeau. And Preston was like, we haven't, I forget what he said, but they haven't won in Lambeau in basically yeah. forever. Um, good pick. Andy's going against his boys. That's tough to do. If I even. Think about going against the Steelers, I'm out. Um, big Sexy, KC spread, minus three and a half over the Chargers. This one is a little scary. 
I was I I made a note. This is going to be a crazy game. I think <laughs> this is the game that all twelve of us are just like tuning in and watching on the edge of our seats, wondering if that three and a half is going to cover. And I love the bet for. It. I think we're going to be tr- a whole squad around Ross. And you know the best part of that is. One, it's big, sexy, and two, that's the Thursday night game, isn't it? I hope so, because that'll make it that much better. I honest, I think it's the Thursday night game, and if it's the Thursday night game to kick it off, that is like, that's going to be insane, and the boys are going to be fired up. It is Thursday night. Let's get it. Yeah. So I think that's a scary one. I think it's going to be electric. I think it'll be good. Um Dakota, leave it to Dakota. You'll probably like this one. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, first tutty. I wouldn't mind Jonathan Taylor touchdown. I like it because it makes it electric if it hits. It's going to make the long odds even long. Like, this is going to be a multiplier bet. And I like JT. He's a freaking dog. The dude is a dog. I mean... Yeah, that's one of those out there, though, and they had a lot of goal line uh, touches for Naheem Hines. He didn't score a uh, he didn't score a touchdown week one though, did he? He did. did he? he did. He did. Yeah, just one. Just one. Doc. First, that one will be interesting. JT going with his boy from the Browns, Nick Chubb touchdown. I like it. <laughs> Chubb had 144 yards rushing. He's one of the most efficient runners in the NFL. He didn't get in the end zone week one. 144 yards did not get in. JT's betting. He's getting in. I like his bet. Chubb's on my fantasy team. Let's get him in the end zone. Chubb's on the fantasy team. You like that bet. You're going to like this one. We got Brody with a swift tutty. Uh, Yep. Also in my running back room in the fantasy league. Uh, Swift is also a very efficient runner. I think he had 12 carries for 155. So you're feeling, I mean, if the bet hits, you're not only hitting the bet, you're having a good fantasy week. I I mean, we're all in, boys. Then we got, next up, we got Vince Browns spread minus six versus the Jets. Who do the Jets have at quarterback? Is it still Flacco? I have no idea. Dude, I hate the Jets. I don't even pay attention. They had Flacco week one. I'll never take a Jets player. But the Browns also have Jacoby Brissett leading their team. I've watched a lot of Jacoby Brissett football. He is a very good backup quarterback. He should not be your starter. Yeah. So how are we feeling about it? I'm not about that one. I also think it's the fucking Jets, but we'll see. Chip, Moneyline, New Orleans. That's going to be a multiplier bet. He does prove a good point. Brady has really, really struggled against New Orleans defenses. Historically, has always in his career struggled against New Orleans defenses. And what did Chip say the last like three they years? They win a lot. New Orleans beats, the, beats Tom Brady and the Buccaneers a lot. Just the kryptonite. And I love Jameis, bro. So if there's any bet that I can cheer on Jameis, I'm riding. That um, is a riot. I'm, I'm riding on the Jameis train. Um, <laughs> next up, we have yours truly. You have 
Colts money line over Jags. So I'm uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars have owned the Colts. I, that's literally what I was about. I was gonna say it's the same exact scenario. Same exact scenario as Preston, but I ain't fading my boys. We're getting it done. We're ending the curse. We're getting it done. JT's gonna be the first in the end zone, and he's, he's gonna be the first of many. We're going big. That would. I mean, that'll be interesting. That'll just be a heartbreaker because I, I don't disagree with the bet, but I also do think like the Jags do kind of own the Colts. I mean, I'll cry myself to sleep if we have Houston and Jacksonville week one, two, and we're out of there in 0-1-1. Oh, one one. <laughs> Which is tragic. I'm on the Frank Reich hate train. Um, stat, of the, stat of the week, uh, our division, the Colts division in football, is the only division without a win, and we had two teams play each other. Say it again. Our division's the only division in in the NFL without a win, and we had two teams that played each other. Oh, no. <laughs> That's pretty awful, actually. Um, and then I was going to change my bet, Bad Juju, to change the bet once it's locked in. So I'm sticking with the boys from Denver. Let's ride. I saw these dudes. Monday Night Football looked, are, I mean, absolutely terrible. Their defense looked horrible. They made Geno Smith look like Michael fucking Vick in his retro Man. years. Um, but we'll see. I mean, it's the Texans. They have, I mean, it's the Texans. So I'm riding. I think Russ bounces back. Tough game in Seattle. Obviously, you can't say his Emotions no. probably got him a little bit. He was probably a little anxious at the beginning. Defense definitely yeah, and, rocked. You know, and I think it was horrible coaching. Absolutely miserable coaching. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, the end of that game was fucking weird. Yo, dude, did you, they didn't call a timeout with a minute left and wasted 30 seconds and then called a the right. timeout. 50, they had 54 seconds at the end of that play. Could have bumped timeout. I, I mean, they looked like they committed to that 64-yard field goal. And I think Buddy had the leg. But, man, that's a fucking commitment. That's a tough L. That's a tough L. For Bounce them. back win. I like it. They're going to get it done. Against the, uh, against the Texans. Um, but, yeah, there it is. I mean, I'm not even going to ask. We're talking about keeping track of bets. I'm not even going to say who's going to bust because the boys are riding. I think we go 12-0 week one. We're all going to end up on an island for week three because we fucking are rich as shit. So here we go. A lot of, a lot of shit talking in the league. This is the one thing that brings the boys together. I think it'll be fun. And yeah. hopefully Ross hits on Thursday night or shit's going to hit the fan quick. Oh, that'd be heartbreaking. All right. Well, time to wrap it up. Main champ, um, in terms of anything you want to say for the rest of the year, let the people know. Let's hear it. Oh, man. I'm excited for the year to come to fruition. Uh, we got Drew looking for a bounce-back game in week two. Will he go 0-2 after making a move early on? Ross <laughs> trying to come back from – he doesn't want to go 0-2 either. That's the start of not making – not making the playoffs. Uh, what's game? What's game of the week? Week two. What's the peanut butter league game of the week to look out for? Uh, Kyle versus Shoe. Kyle is actually projected to beat you. He's got some good matchups. I will say this: 
If there's anybody in this league that just ruins me at times, it's Kyle. I feel like Kyle's beaten me three times to get to the Super Bowl. I've had the lowest scoring week. Of- He's got your number? Kyle has my number a little bit. So this will be an interesting week. The win will feel good. I uh, He sent me to two third-place wins. I've had two lowest scores of the game going into the Super Bowl against Kyle. And then the next week, I've had the highest score in the league. So if I could just beat Kyle, I've won two more Super Bowls. So that'll be a fun one to watch. Um, I think Wysong and Chip is game of the week, though. That's Little Brother. Little Brother versus Kamish. Versus Kamish. Kamish. If Drew starts off 0-2, that's tough. That uh, Also one to watch out for, Vince versus JT. I'm calling it. I'm labeling it the turd bowl. <laughs> Who, who are you taking? Vince. I mean, I can't I can't bet on JT's fantasy team. JT will probably explode at least a couple weeks. I feel like everyone does. His team sucks, but I feel like you don't think he'll have one good week, or do you think he goes over? Right. I played him week one. I was not intimidated at all. I don't even... I mean... Dude, he's who's bad. Who's on this man's squad? Trey Lance, Terry McLaurin, Marquise Brown, Kareem Hunt, Melvin Gordon, Kyle Pitts, DK. I mean, DK looked pretty good with Gino. He only had eight points. DK only had eight? Yeah. Maybe not. His high score was Kareem Hunt. I felt like DK made a couple good grabs. He might have fumbled. Yeah, JT's doomed. That'll be the best thing in my life is when JT has a uh, last place. On the yeah, that'll knock him off that number one line on those rankings. That manager ranking is just bullshit. It has me like at six, dude. That's fucking horseshit. Three-time champ. It was all fluke. Hasn't done anything since the three-peat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, excited but- for week two. It was a good podcast. Thanks for having me, Shu. Yeah, anytime. Um, I have one message. Um, at the end of the Little Brother podcast, one, they said the Little Brothers were back. The only thing I have to say is you can't be back if you were never here. Um, and the big thing in the league is that I'm the bully of the league. As you can tell in this episode, if I'm talking to somebody who knows what they're talking about, I can be chill. But my one message for the league is, the little brothers say I'm the bully of the league. I am the bully of the league. I'll always be the bully of the league. And I this league. You do not own this league, but 